0: Hello everyone, welcome back to Reservations. We're your hosts, I'm Rain Whalen. And I'm Jeremy Blair. And uh, so, I'm not going to spoil everything, but dude, that Mandalorian... Oh, that Mandalorian, bro! That was tight, that was tight. uh, If you haven't seen it yet, I highly recommend it. The Um, finale. The finale was uh, uh, unreal. Um, I'm not going to lie, I almost shed a tear. Uh Uh-huh. Were you like do
1: it. No, of course not. But I was, Oh, because
0: you're not invested in the Star Wars. No, but that I guy, was pretty yeah.
1: jazzed. I was like, that was cool, you know?
0: Yeah, speaking of Star Wars, we have a new addition to The Wall. Uh, you know what? We'll give another shout out if you can tell us who that is. Because we don't. You know, I just I just found I it. don't know who that is, but... Uh, I when you're this close to it, you can't tell who it's. I know it's is. made
1: out of Legos. 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 And uh, so shout out to Lego. Oh, sorry, everyone. I forgot to mute my computer. Wow. Unbelievable. Um, um, so shout out to Lego.
0: Give us free stuff. Please. Uh, <laughs> there, I want that Millennium Falcon. <laughs> so bad. It's like... It's original retail cost was only $800. Oh, only. Oh, uh, my, my, But they don't make it anymore, I guess. So the only place to find it is, like, retailers. I know on... It's on my Amazon wish list, and I know that bitch is, like, $900. That's
1: expensive. Yeah. And it's, like, 1400 No, it's more than fourteen. It's, but like, 4000 of that's something. why you got
0: to do it with your bros. Yeah, you got to do it with your bros. Um, but welcome back, everyone. Um, <laughs> we hope that... I mean, I, I've already said it, but man, I'm just I'm so jazzed about this new season. Yeah, man. I feel like we've already we're we're already hitting it out of the park. With I think so.
1: I think we got some pretty decent picks. Uh, I think next week is gonna be good too. I uh, I know I have a lot more picks that are. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah, and I, and down I'm really pipeline. thinking
0: about how we're gonna end this season because it's a, okay. That's it's right. My it's, pick. it's your it's turn. That's right. But you know, I'm just feeling it now. I know you were a little unsure of this one yeah but i mean the reason why i wanted to talk about it is not only because we get some great performances out of leo and johnny depp especially very early on in both of their careers um but you know really thinking about it i really realized that this is a movie about selflessness versus selfishness yeah you know yeah yeah. um so before we jump into it, I do also want to mention, if you guys uh, were wondering where the Warrior episode was on YouTube, uh, we apologize for that. Uh, we had some hiccups with the editing, because again, like Jeremy said, it's just us.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're we he he's the only one that edits this stuff, yeah. I don't do anything like that.
0: Yeah, so uh, I apologize for that, but it's up now, so go check it out. Um, because that was a good discussion, but I think we'll have another good discussion. I, with I this think so. One.
1: I, I, this one, yeah,
0: good discussion. So, um, so if you missed last week, again, how dare you? How dare you miss last week? But this week we are discussing the nineteen ninety three movie. What's eating Gilbert Grape? Um, so I know we were kind of talking about it the other day, but what were your initial thoughts after the movie was over?
1: Um, oh, I finished it, and I you know again my expectations weren't met right yeah, i was yeah. expecting were you expecting just like arnie to die <laughs> i was expecting um honestly i was expecting him either number one to fall off the water tower number two to um drown in that tub right <laughs> um or three just not wake up on his 18th birthday that's really what i thought was going to happen i thought that it was going to be his 18th birthday they're going to go to his room he's going to be dead in his bed. I swear to God that's what I Well thought.
0: I mean and, and like we were talking about, they they set it up to you're convinced he's not gonna make it to right. the end and of the movie. They
1: continually... Well, Johnny Depp's character, Gilbert, he continually says, you know, they thought he wasn't gonna make it past ten and he, now he's eighteen and he can go at any moment and you yeah, know that and, and so I'm like, Alright, cool, so he's a
0: goner, so <laughs>
1: let's uh, let, let's enjoy the ride until he's gone, you know?
0: But in but I really feel like kind of going back to my statement of this film is definitely selfishness versus selflessness Arnie is almost I'm trying to think of a good way of saying this he's almost like I mean he definitely is the catalyst for the story Mm -hmm. you know but he he's also
1: I wouldn't even say not for every story you know just for just for Gilbert's and Art not, in I, particular, I mean, yeah, but you know, Gilbert's also got the the thing with Mary Steenburgen, right? <laughs> yeah, um, which is a, it was such an odd sort of tangent. <laughs> yeah, it was an odd <laughs> tangent to go on, uh, especially when we get to her husband and his fate, right? <laughs> it's kind of kind of out of nowhere, right? I wonder how it translates to book form, right? Yeah, um, uh, but anyway, we'll we'll. We'll dive into all that. I just, you know, initial thoughts were I was, I was a little taken aback because my expectations were not met.
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I might have hyped it up too much as this well, big drama and, that. And I also, you know,
1: honestly, I was, um, I would still consider it a downer ending just because. Yeah. Of you know, Gilbert still having to. Care for Arnie right. and, I mean and uh, again the movie you know portrays it as the hardest thing in the world right
0: well yeah and, and yeah yeah I, I would say the downer in the end of the movie is the family is separated okay because I think you know I mean yes the movie definitely paints uh, caring for a family member that has a you know is mentally challenged um, as almost a burden you know, um, especially considering that Gilbert is the one who is mainly caring for Arnie, making sure he's bathed, he's fed. Right, yeah, no one else is doing all of that, right? He yeah.
1: seems to be the only one, right? Mm-hmm. So let, let's go ahead and jump in. Let's go ahead and jump into the family, right? Okay. Because there's, there's a couple of things in here that I really, really liked. There's some really good slick exposition that tells you their family dynamics. Mm-hmm. One of them, and I wrote her name down because I'm not going to remember, is
0: Ellen the the baby of the family.
1: Ellen is 15. Yes. Their father passed away 17 years ago.
0: So she doesn't even know her dad.
1: Right. So she is a step or a uh, a half sibling, right? Mm-hmm. And I really like that they don't dive into that any more than that. It's Oh wow, I actually
0: never noticed that. You
1: have to do the math yourself, right? Um so dad died 17 years ago, Ellen is 15, right? And you're like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> right?
0: Either either
1: they missed that or or again it's another you know part of this sort of uh, unusual family dynamic
0: where that yeah because you know Gilbert almost has this sort of animosity towards her yeah you know uh, uh Amy the oldest you know doesn't really care you know these are all her siblings but something about Ellen and Gilbert, they have a very toxic relationship, it, and it might be because they don't
1: share a dad, right? Wow. So,
0: yeah. Wow. See, that blew my mind. All right. Cool. Cool. I cool. never even thought about that. Yeah. Um, wow. So
1: that was some slick exposition that I liked, and and again, like you said, it explains their uh, their dynamic. Hmm. Um. I also was curious because of the wording if their oldest brother is dead also.
0: I think it's implied that he he just left.
1: That's what I thought at first, and then I was like, well, what if they didn't mean it like that, right? Yeah. Uh, he escaped, it said, right?
0: Or he got out. Yeah, yeah, he got out. Right. I, yeah. I think it could be interpreted either way. Okay. he just, he left. Because, you know, apparently, is this place real? I'm meant to look it up. Because it's, oh, it's in Iowa. I have no idea. But, um, yeah, so I mean, I guess it's interpreted that their oldest brother, who I'm assuming is either older than Amy or is the next sibling after Amy, right? right? Because Gilbert just says, my oldest brother. So he's definitely older than Gilbert, but... Right, 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 right. But Anyway, I guess it could be interpreted that either, yeah, he died or he just, he left and was like, I'm done with this family. I'm going to go live somewhere else.
1: And, I mean, you know good for him Uh, yeah oh yeah
0: oh yeah this we want to i want to point this out and i'm sure we've already kind of made it known this is not a great family
1: no um now a little less um dysfunctional than i was expecting i was expecting the mother to be mean right and, well, you know, sort of abusive.
0: She kind of she kind of is uh, in her
1: own way. Yeah, you know, I was expecting sort of, you know, overt.
0: Oh, right. uh, like... Verbal like, abuse. Like Cinderella's evil
1: stepmother yeah, kind of, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was imagining, right? Okay. Um, I didn't really get that, um, that feeling, so I was like, oh, okay, well, I mean, at least they're not, you know, at least she's not horrible to them, right? Right. Uh, they're just putting a lot on Gilbert.
0: Yeah. yeah right? Yeah, because Amy essentially... In Amy, the oldest, how Gilbert words it is, she's the mom. She makes sure everyone has food, she, I'm assuming, probably cleans the house, you know, as where Gilbert takes care of Arnie, takes care of repairing the house, and then Ellen is just, she's just kind of there. Ellen's the worst. Um, Ellen is the worst. Um, and I like I recognize her face and I feel like I've seen her in other things but the only thing I can really think of is she guest appeared in an episode of New Girl Mm -hmm. the I don't know if you've gotten this far but when Schmidt
1: oh yeah no I've finished
0: the show yeah when Schmidt's gonna fly to Portland to pick up Cece's mom for their wedding and he's stuck on the plane the pregnant lady sitting next to him that's that's her Ellen right yeah but anyway yeah Ellen is the worst she is
1: yeah Ellen's awful
0: it's almost like they took Going through your teenage years and just ramped it up. Because she's she's horrible to Arnie.
1: Yeah. But again, we might have unlocked that mystery. Yeah,
0: that she... Because Um, she's not fully, you know, blood siblings with them, she feels like she can be.
1: I mean, that... Exactly. I guess, you know, that's her decision to be that way. It's definitely not, you know, just because they're not fully related doesn't mean you can't be nice. Right? That's true. So that's... Whatever. But, I mean, that might be her sort of, even if she even knows, right? Yeah. Uh, we haven't really discussed maybe the possibility she doesn't know, right? Yeah. Um, And maybe just the older siblings do. Obviously, except for Arnie, because there's no way. Um, All he cares about is his uh, his hoppers. (laughs) Yeah. I really liked the, the... I mean, I wouldn't necessarily call it slick exposition, but I liked the explanation of how their dad died Mm -hmm. is he didn't want to Arnie didn't want to go into the basement because dad's in there. Right. And that's where they found him hanging in there. We get a little bit of extra when John C. Riley's like, oh, I forgot, you know.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because, you know, when when Gilbert's explaining all this to the audience, you know, he says, you know, dad hung himself out to dry. Right. I don't remember. Or I I remember.
1: It was a couple of days ago when I watched it.
0: I remember it was like something hung him hung out to dry or something like that mm-hmm. you know so it's you know if you don't know that euphemism you know, i remember when i first watched i was like oh he you know crawled inside a bottle and they haven't seen him since oh maybe okay um yeah. but then you know when when arnie's like oh dad's in there yeah and then we get the full explanation when gilbert is you know pouring his heart out towards the end of the movie to uh Juliette Lewis's character. Yep, I said her name right. It's not Jeanette Lewis. It is Juliette Lewis. That is correct. That, but that just proves how much I don't like her. We'll She's, get.
1: We'll get to your dislike.
0: We'll get, but you know when he's just pouring out everything, right? Know, he's like, "We found him down in the basement, hanging there," and you're like, "Oh, he killed himself." And it seemed like um,
1: Arnie was only one, so like Arnie wasn't even
0: old enough really to comprehend. Well,
1: not only that, but I mean. You know, he's sort of... It's almost like his dad could foresee the burden. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, and maybe his mom was already starting to get fat. I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, well, we haven't talked about Mama. Mama is, um, at the time, the fattest woman in the world, apparently. But now, she wouldn't even crack the top, you know, oh. 200. You know, she's...
0: <laughs> you think the producers of... My 600-pound life would even have called her. No, she wouldn't be on there. No, That's no, exactly
1: not, what my mom just said.
0: Now, we're not... <laughs> that's hilarious. We're not making fun of overweight people. We're just saying that the movie portrays Mama as just the biggest woman ever. And she's truthfully... She's not that big, really. She's really not. I mean, she kind of is. But she, she is, but compared to the, some of the people that... Well, see, that's now, right? That's true. Um, that's true. And this is 93 morbid obesity was right. like
1: I don't know when the book was published either so that's true um, but there and of course it's also a small town right yeah that's true so it's not like this is a frequent occurrence in mm-hmm. these people's lives right seeing right, someone In see yeah. the fact that she's a recluse right that you know people don't ever see her either so it's just this um, this rumor this legend right yeah, that goes she, on uh, in the town, which is made evident by the the kids that are trying to get a sneak peek in the window, and Gilbert picks one of them up, right? Yeah,
0: and, and, yeah, and so Gilbert... So I want to... I let's touch on Gilbert okay. now. Because, you know, he is our titular character. Yeah. Gilbert is... I had to look this up because I wanted to know exactly how old he was. So Gilbert's 24 years old. Okay. And... He's definitely between I would say a rock and a hard place in his life. You know. He's got an okay job at the local grocer. It's fine. It's fine, you know. He'd rather die to than instead of shopping at Foodland.
1: I mean he was just being nice, but yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um taking care of Arnie. And then apparently also being the side piece for Mary Steve. May, Mary Steve's <laughs> character, yeah. Just, uh, which about,
1: you're right in and of itself he feels like it's a job you know what I mean yeah um, it's yeah that's a good observation I agree um, he doesn't ever seem to be happy or content ever really until he meets Julia Lewis's character and I'm sorry I don't remember her neither name neither do I
0: because um, wait hang on I don't know, I don't we remember. can always look it up I'm just gonna look it up you can so, talk well, Jeremy looks that up yeah so so Gilbert is He, you know, and they stress this a lot. He doesn't know what he wants out of his life, but he knows he doesn't want it to be this, you know. But and going back to my thing, and I'm gonna say it one more time, and then we're done. I may even put this on the screen. Um, is selfishness selfishness versus selflessness? What's your name, Becky? Okay. Yeah, I knew it'd be some dumb name. Okay,
1: Jesus Christ! Sorry to all the Rebeccas out there who <laughs> listened to our show. He didn't mean that.
0: Uh, no, not you. I mean, uh, Juliette Lewis. Is, it's a Juliette Lewis. You just have a th- you I just have a thing for her. You,
1: well, not, uh, not for her, not for against
0: her. her. Again. Anyway, anyway, so you know, and Gilbert, so he can't seem to differentiate the two—the selflessness and selfishness. Like when Becky is asking him, like, "Well, what do you want?" Like, think of the fact, like. Oh, think of and all he can
1: do is think about what would help everybody else. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and she's like,
0: well, what about
1: you? Well, see, here's what I thought about that. Because as soon as she said that, I go, well, that is helping him. Because they'll be out of his hair. Like, he mm-hmm. doesn't have to deal with them anymore. Right. No. So all of that is to help him. Right. He just wants to be left alone. And he finally just doesn't want to have to take care of everybody anymore, especially Arnie. Yeah um, and the fact that they put all of that onto Gilbert is insane. so yeah,
0: how he hasn't killed himself at all yeah. uh, is a testament to, I guess he
1: and I think it's because he knows the the family would just completely fall
0: apart. Yeah, without, without him.
1: It. They, they, they cannot it, again, it's all of this pressure on him to keep the family together and to keep Arnie safe. Right mm-hmm. and yeah. taken care of
0: yeah and you know and to be honest he's a good he's a good brother to Arnie mm-hmm. you know granted you know you can tell there's times where he is very annoyed with him especially in the scene where Arnie uh gets into the cake mm-hmm. for his birthday and Gilbert has finally had enough and he hits him. But all in all, he he cares for Arnie, he loves Arnie. And I think that's why I see the ending a little differently. Mm-hmm. And we'll get we'll we'll touch more on the ending, but you know, he's still taking care of Arnie at the end, but I think it's because he knows that he can. You know, I think I think for me the downer is now the family is separated. Okay. You know, but he is I as consider that
1: a win in Gilbert's <laughs> column. I do. I consider it like all he has to worry about now is, is Arnie. Arnie. Yeah. Okay. No, oh yeah, I'll and give that, you that. And that's it. I'll right? give you that. Uh, okay. Even though I still think that is too much for, but, for Gilbert, right?
0: But you got to think too, now he's got Becky and her grandma. That's true. Who obviously also love Arnie and will probably help. Yeah. I think where Gilbert is not getting
1: any help, they don't want to deal with him.
0: Uh, Becky and grandma it's
1: almost like as soon as somewhere down the line he said I'll take care of this
0: they're like oh
1: okay great bye yeah take care of it and then that was it right Mm -hmm. Um, which
0: is a bummer yeah I mean this movie's a bummer Uh, it it is (sighs) because man because you know I would you know for me also I would hate living in a small town like this where everyone knows everyone especially the fucking Undertaker Jesus.
1: Well, they they cast a really good creepy guy for that role. Uh, shout out to our Back to the ben- Future.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, Chrisman Glover. Who, dude, he he leans into the creepiness. He's so weirded, creepy. I don't even think he was trying, dude. I know they yeah. they probably were like, look, okay, you know, so he's he's you know he's a nice guy, and Chris is like, okay, gotcha, got it. I'm gonna ask this 15 year old like, wow, you're growing up really nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah,
1: he's. <laughs> I don't think he knows how not to be creepy all yeah, the time. that's lot, true. Right? I mean, he
0: is Willard or whatever. Yeah, Willard with yeah. The,
1: uh, the remake of Willard, right? Jesus um, Christ. <laughs> and in Charlie's Angels, he was the hair sniffer, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so he's like, he plays a great undertaker and, a, you know, more true... Uh, what do you call those guys? I
0: don't fucking
1: know. Okay. Uh, Mortician, that's the word there I'm looking go. for. Thank you. Um, now, John C. Riley yeah uh, again this is before his comedy career um, he is continually doing these um, dramatic roles well because I think
0: he's classically trained yep
1: yeah and uh, later uh, he and um, Leonardo DiCaprio forgot his name uh, will be
0: in Gangs of New York uh, that's together right. uh, that's a 100% a future episode I would love yeah Gangs of New York to talk about Gangs of New York but yeah, um, and man, <laughs> I honestly forgot John C. Riley was in the movie. Mm-hmm. And throughout the movie, you, you listen to Tucker, and he's got the best character name, Tucker. Uh, all he cares about is this burger barn that's coming to yeah, town. Yeah, he's
1: stoked about that burger barn. <laughs> and he goes, guys, they invented the salad bar.
0: Like, uh. like they, they use canola oil, okay? It makes the french fries crispier. Have you heard of canola oil? And they're like, well, no. Yeah, because you're a small town. You just use that's so funny. Um,
1: Yes, so he is. He's like as I guess the town handyman. I I guess
0: yeah, he's like the Uh, jack of all trades. But maybe he doesn't want to be that anymore since he's so jazzed about this burger bar. Pretty
1: jazzed, and he ends up working there. Spoiler alert! Uh, What
0: (laughs) he gets the job at burger bar. He gets the job at burger bar and makes Gilbert eat the burger and obviously they're not that good because Gilbert least, is just like mm.
1: at least someone gets a happy ending in this thing right <laughs> yes. and so like he Tucker gets his happy ending right yeah. um, I do <laughs> like though how we are introduced to most people yeah uh, in the town is the first time we see Arnie climb up the water tower right mm-hmm. everybody shows up Tucker is one of them Crispin Glover's character is the other I don't remember his name uh, Bob and, uh, thank you very Bob. generic name and
0: Bob is the other one right and the, the, then we meet the sheriff Jerry And
1: so, um, I want to talk about the significance of the water tower. Okay. Okay. So, here's what I... Here was my assumption, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. That it was going to be some sort of metaphor to Arnie's decline in health, okay? Okay. So, I thought once he reached the very top, the next day, he's gone. Right. Okay. I thought it was going to be his one last accomplishment, right? And that as soon as he hit the top of that thing, he's done it. He he has succeeded. He can go, right? Right. Um, and he can let go or whatever. So what you're
0: saying is is of v- somewhere in his brain, yeah, was I holding it was holding on.
1: Yeah, or something. You know, okay. or maybe the movie was gonna, you know, not necessarily in a literal sense like that, but just to say. Look, he's accomplished something. Oh, he's dead.
0: Yeah. Next scene. Oh, he's dead. Forty-five I, so minutes of this family trying to deal with that. So now. that's
1: what I thought was going to happen, right? I thought that you know um, this was going to be an ongoing thing, obviously, because you know we're given all of this evidence to believe that he does this all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well,
0: well, and I don't think you're way off base because you got to think once once he finally hits the top, that's when things really start to unravel, mm-hmm. you know. Mama comes out of the house. Yeah, you know that's right.
1: Because he's arrested. That's right.
0: Um, Gilbert is becoming more and more annoyed with Arnie. Uh, he he's getting closer and closer to Becky, mm-hmm. and so things start to unravel. Once he so I, so I don't think you're off. Uh, yeah, with not that.
1: necessarily. I mean, I again I thought it was going to be more of a
0: um, more of a literal yeah telling of
1: mm-hmm.
0: or Arnie's going to fall you know I mean like I said um, like, like we said at the beginning they they really paint they really lean into that Artie is not gonna make it he's on borrowed end. time you know
1: <laughs> and man if you thought that was funny um as soon as we were started talking about him being arrested I thought arresting a mentally handicapped guy what is this Texas um <laughs> so that's where this <laughs> film should have been t- in our neck of the woods god yeah. um but anyway so right he's on borrowed time I mean that's what they're basically saying you know since yeah. he was 10 years old
0: yeah and um, so
1: um, I I do want to just just so we can get over with gloss over the Mary Steenburgen and stuff uh, okay that's fine because it's sorry guys it's, it's a it's not necessarily super important right um, because they again they set it up like it's going to be super important because and, the, the husband's going to catch wise
0: yeah yeah Right. Especially because, you know, like 15 minutes in, while they're having their little tryst, the husband comes home and some <laughs> like, soul, oh God. And he right. still has the ice cream on his face. Yeah. And I thought for sure, oh, okay, here we go.
1: Finally, conflict. Nope. And he, I, he never really does figure it out, I don't think. Either that or he, he doesn't care. He knew the whole time,
0: right? And, right, doesn't care. Well, because we never know... We never... They never really say why he wants to talk to Gilbert. You know, he keeps like, you know, come by the office. I'd like to talk to you about Eventually,
1: something. Eventually, he does go to talk to him. And he's interrupted, of course. Yeah, by Mary Steenbergen. Right. Her phone calls. She burnt the cookies. Uh, and the whole house is on... Essentially yeah. on fire.
0: Yeah. Which... And we'll get there. But there's a lot of things in this movie that foreshadow the right. end. But right. But we'll, right. we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get
1: there. And, um, and so you can kind of see a little bit of their relationship when he's being very mean to her about the cookies, mm-hmm. you know, uh, being very over the top, very sarcastic. Be like, Oh look, mom made cookies. Come eat them. Oh look, they're great. You know, stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, being very, very mean uh, to her, which then you can understand, okay, I get why she wants to, you know, have an affair or whatever, but, um, that she could have had anybody, but I
0: chose you.
1: Yeah, chose the honkiest guy in the town. Let's not... Okay, calm down, Mary Steenburgen. You uh, could have
0: had it, Tucker, okay? Yeah, exactly. Uh,
1: or Bob. Um, oh, speaking of, also a Back to the Future alumni, um, Mary Steenburgen. Uh, from oh, the that's Future, right, that's right. Part three. three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I thought that, that storyline kind of went nowhere, if I'm being honest. I, I thought yeah. that... Because they kept setting it up like... this is going to be important the husband is going to beat the shit out of him or something
0: you know what I mean or or, you know like when she's kind of spying on him and that him and Becky are getting closer you think oh she's going to do something yeah she's going to do something
1: break them up or whatever right Uh, the husband is going to maybe blackmail him or whatever make his life miserable more miserable than
0: it already is more than he already wants to try to kill himself Uh, but then he dies and then it's over (laughs) and then she's like we're moving away okay bye Yeah. Oh. Oh, Okay. Cool. Great. Okay. So what happens now? Um, Right. I
1: just feel like that storyline kind of simmered out and didn't go anywhere. Which is interesting that it's. I don't even know if it's in the book. I have no idea. Yeah. Should probably read the book or at least listen to the book. I don't wanna. I don't don't wanna. I don't wanna. Um, You go ahead.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because like. Yeah, they set it up very early on that Gilbert is having this affair. And then, in almost like four or five very short scenes, it's over.
1: Perhaps thinking about it a little bit more, it might just be like, here's how many things Gilbert is juggling, right? Yeah. And
0: maybe, right? You know what I mean? And then when she moves away, that's one less thing he's got to worry about. It's
1: one of those things that, you know, it's a good idea to have it in there just to show how many things he's having to deal with at one time. But I felt like they may have stretched that one out a bit. Yeah.
0: Um, you especially know, when... Uh, it's a red herring. Especially when she's <laughs> giving him brain while he's on the phone with her right. husband. Right, right,
1: right, right. That was unnecessary and mean, I, I feel like. Oh, can you call this number really quickly?
0: Yeah. <gasps> Trust <It's your husband>. me. <gasps> oh, oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was mean. Um, Way
1: to go, Mary Team Urgent. Um... But like like we said, that's it. That's all yeah. significance have, they have in this movie. After the, her husband dies. She stops by the store. Now here's something. Was this before or after Arnie was left in the tub? Because that could have been a foreshadowing to another red herring that he's gonna drown when he's left in the bathtub. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Trying to think. Trying to think. If you guys know, let us know in the comments. You never use no used.
0: that like like her. Like Maristine Virgin leaving?
1: No, uh, her husband dying.
0: It's before. It's before it's that. It's okay, before. so maybe because, that was because he had just really met Becky. Oh, that's right. So, and wanted to hang out. With so her.
1: maybe it is a little bit of foreshadowing, or it's a red herring, right? That uh, Arnie's going to drown in the tub again, which is what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but he just stayed in there and got cold. You know. Um, I mean, too cold. Let's let's not be honest. I mean, let's be honest. It's not. It's not just an okay thing that happened to him. It was horrible, right? Yeah. Um, that he was left in there so long.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, you know, and... So let's go and talk about Hardening. Okay. Uh. First of all, Leo is amazing. Like, he...
1: Yes, Leo is... is really, really good in this movie. I do now... I mean, I have lots of questions um, because obviously this is 93. You know, I, I'm not one of those people that, you know, punishes people for stuff that didn't even matter back then. So who cares, right? Nowadays, uh, because of movies like Peanut Butter Falcon or... So what you're right, saying
0: is why... They would did have
1: hired s- someone with a disability, right, mm-hmm. um, to play this role instead of...
0: A able-bodied person right Right.
1: now again it doesn't matter to me necessarily me personally um but it's something to explore It's something to talk about
0: right yeah i mean because i mean leo is so convincing yeah you know that during the premiere people actually were shocked that they're like oh wow he, he's not yeah um his first movie by the way his first real movie. He'd yeah. done like Critters three, but no one really realized that. But this was like his first big movie. Yeah, what really you know got him to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood,
0: everybody. <laughs> yeah. um, but you but you know, I, 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 no, I you, I, I do agree with what you're saying. You know, you know, with movies like *Peanut Butter Falcon*, shows like *Speechless*, where nowadays people are casting someone with that specific disability to play this character. Right. I think it would be interesting if not necessarily the movie is remade, but maybe touched upon now who would maybe play this character.
1: Yeah. And again, you know, I'm not saying that, oh my god, they were so bad to do that. Blah, blah. No, who cares? Yeah. Um, but, so
0: anyway, it, Leo crushed it. Oh, he did
1: an amazing job. He... Um, it, it takes a lot of commitment to do that. And mm. someone so young... And so early yeah. in their career to was, have this sort of commitment to a role is amazing.
0: He was 16, 17. I think he was Arnie's age, which is crazy when right? he was doing it. Yeah, I was reading a bunch of trivia that he did tons of research. Like, actually went and like interviewed people at homes that way he could you know kind of understand he needed, kind of their brain and well he
1: needed you know not only that but you know also physical things you know like what. Can I do with my hands? What do I do yeah, like, with? I was like, reading something walk about his, like, his
0: nose is like his, like he's wiping. He said that he uh, he came up with that himself. The, yeah, the nose thing. Yeah. The, the whole like, uh, it's like Arnie's yeah. like, I think how I read it is like he's resetting. Yeah, kind of yeah. thing. It's
1: almost right, right, exactly.
0: Yeah, um, but so now, so Arnie as a character, like we've said, they really paint that caring for someone with a disability is a burden, right? Which I mean, I know it's hard. I know it is hard, but you know, if you love this person, you'll do, in my eyes at least you'll do whatever you can to make sure they're safe and they're mm-hmm. comfortable. So but the movie really shows like it's hard and it sucks, yeah, um, because we see what it does to Gilbert. We see what it does to the rest of the family. We see what it even does to the town.
1: Would you argue that they even point? They even allude to there is no upside. There is no like self gratification in helping someone like this. It almost seems like it's all bad.
0: I, right? I I I would agree with that. I I would say the only time they're like there are some good days is Arnie's birthday party. Yeah, you know it's a good day. The you know the. And we'll get there. The brothers make up. The family makes up. And it's a good day. But I would say... I would say what they're really showing is 95% of the time, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's hard. It's hard work. And it's not worth it. Yeah. Which is insane. Because... <laughs> again... A, a like,
1: weird precedent to put in a movie, right? I know, especially yeah. Especially movie...
0: I mean, granted, it's ninety three, and that, you, yeah. now
1: again, if you disagree and you read it as it is self gratif uh, the self gratification is being laid out, please let, let us know in the comments that you never use absolutely you jags, you,
0: but but it's still at the same time, you know, we get this we get the relationship with Gilbert and that Gilbert he does care for his brother, but it's just you know with everything else that Gilbert has he tries to prioritize correctly and as we've been talking about the family's like no Arnie's number one And he's like yeah but I've got my own life right and I've got this and I've got that and And again this this
1: movie insinuates no you don't right you can't it's a full time job
0: yeah and you know and and then we get more evidence of that of the bathtub scene Mm -hmm. where you know
1: his his disability is so bad he can't get out of a bathtub on his own right mm -hmm. um and so it's, you know, that I think is when you kind of realize it's a lot worse than you thought, right, yeah.
0: his disability. Well, and it also kind of, I feel like in that scene in particular, it shows how sometimes caretakers, or at least family caretakers, not professional caretakers, family caretakers can sometimes let their guard down if they feel like, you know, because you could see Johnny Depp's thinking about it, and he's like, you know what? Bet you could do this, mm-hmm. and you know he thinks Gilbert. Or he thinks Arnie is comprehending. Like your towels are right there, robes right there. When you're done, you just get off, you dry off, and there you go. And then, as evidenced by him hanging out with Becky, coming home. And I want to know how when he came home, he didn't even check the bathroom first.
1: Well, now here's something else. Um, let's not let's not even blame uh, Gilbert yet well right he's not the only one who lives in the house
0: that's true where was Amy where was Ellen
1: in the world did they not which sort of shows how much they've checked out right how much they've just left it all to Gilbert they're Mm -hmm. not even worried about it
0: yeah they're like oh yeah Arnie's probably in bed and then you know when Gilbert wakes up the next morning he hears splashing behind him Arnie never got out of the tub and I don't know if you guys know this but water gets cold after a while cold And uh, Leo especially would know that in about six years. (laughs) Titanic. Nicely done. (laughs) Nicely done. But, yeah, you know, I agree. I think that scene especially not only shows how sometimes family caretakers can let their guard down, but also, you know, a family like this who have just dumped everything on one person, how they, I I like the word you use. checked out. You know?
1: Yeah, they they just... Don't even think about it.
0: Right. Yeah, and then, you know, then the aftermath of Mama just laying on that guilt, on Gilbert. Yeah. Where's your head at? Like, and, you know, and she definitely babies Arnie. But, man, it just, man, like. I know. I feel like I picked too much of a downer. <laughs> like, yet. Requiem was a downer, but this is one that I just feel like,
1: I mean this one's a downer in a in a more relatable way I think yeah uh, which is but uh, again it's you know it's whatever but I I agree that you know they they put way too much on Gilbert this is this is what's eating Gilbert great okay yeah. <laughs> is all of this responsibility
0: right and so so I finally want to touch on it this idea of the film talking about selflessness versus selfishness okay is you know Gilbert because I I like to think like things about this like you know this is Gilbert's life until he meets one person he meets Becky and now his life is kind of thrown up an upheaval because for the first time he's thinking about himself which some people could say that's very selfish but in a world where he thinks about everyone else he's being very selfless it's okay for him to think about himself for once. It's it,
1: I know exactly what you mean. It right. is after a long time of doing this, you are unable to to separate the two right right So it's you know even something as simple as I'm gonna go run to the store real quick the guilt of leaving your responsibility for that mm-hmm. means someone is putting too much on you, right? Yeah. And people aren't willing to help, right? Because if that is seen as being selfish, something's wrong, oh, right? Yeah. And so that's where we get this uh, this confusion between the two in this movie where even the simplest things can look selfish because he's not focusing 100% on Arnie. Right. Right that's where that comes into play here
0: mm-hmm. and wanting to it's frustrating yeah because you because you, you feel for gilbert because you course. realize that he's now finally thinking for himself thinking about me what do i want but he's getting chastised not really by amy but mainly by his mom and Ellen. And I would say um,
1: that the audience may be split on this. By the way, mm-hmm. um, I I could foresee some of our audience uh, may think that he was being selfish because yeah. they get caught up in this in this world that they've created, where they're like, well, of course, they need to take care of Arnie. Look at how look at how helpless he is. Of course, mm-hmm. like you just have to, you know. And it also might have to do with your current personal situation. Um, I know that every once in a while I have to take care of my grandparents. They're very old. Um, I tell them all the time. Uh, (laughs) They're 90 and 93. Um, And so I get it. So it's not obviously not to this extent. I'm able to do things. I'm able to go out and do whatever I need. Um, But every once in a while I have to drop what I'm doing and I have to go help them, right? Mm -hmm. Not a big deal. Um, But someone who is a caregiver, is a caretaker, is a family member caretaker may agree with mama in this situation, right? I think it's all about your, you know, your personal situation and your perspective, right? right. Where we don't have to take care of someone 24 hours a day. We're like, well, of course, he deserves time off.
0: That's true. Okay, right? Okay. yeah, yeah. I, yeah. You were kind of losing me a little bit, but now, yeah, now I'm getting it. Yeah, that... Yeah, to someone, yeah, like myself, the only really thing I have to care for are our dogs and guinea pigs. And Even then, they're self-sufficient, you know. So, yeah, of course, I would agree that it's okay for him to think about himself once in a while. But, you know, to someone who may be in this situation where they are caring for someone with a disability, they may disagree. And, you know, and honestly... If you're watching this or even listening, we'd love to hear your guys' opinions if you agree or disagree.
1: Because even in like, and you mentioned it before the show, Speechless, which I coincidentally have been rewatching because uh, it's, it's really good on Hulu, which is fantastic. Uh, they deal with this stuff in in some episodes where it's like the kids want to do their own thing, but they feel bad because they're not
0: helping their brother exactly. And yeah. so
1: again. It's this sort of, you know, personal perspective, mm-hmm. right? It, they deserve to be kids and have fun and do their things, right? Mm-hmm. But then again, in their family dynamic, they need to take care of their brother. So, I mean, it's it's very difficult, right, Yeah. to discern which is right and which is wrong. I think the answer is there is no right or wrong.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think, and again, this is just my personal thing. I think it's... You know, I think I think the film presents us with this idea of selflessness and selfishness I said I wasn't going to keep mentioning it but it's just easier if I just keep mentioning it um, and they the filmmakers leave it up to us the audience to decide which is better for Gilbert right because you know they, they do present us a lot of this back and forth like when he's Sorry, hanging, guys. when he's hanging out with Becky you're like oh that's great but then you're like oh wait did he just leave Arnie in the bathtub? And so now you're like, well, maybe he shouldn't be thinking about himself. So I know. But again, me personally, I think it's okay for him to do that because I'm viewing it as this was his life. This was probably always going to be his life until this one person changed that. And then he's finally realizing like, So was Becky a good guy or a bad guy? Well, I mean, because she's played by Juliette Lewis. She's a bad guy.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Uh, Oh, (laughs) jeez, Louise. Um, Okay. Uh, In this context, (laughs) I would say Becky is a good guy. We'll see. Again, I think it depends. That's true. That's true. So, um, Jeremy, do you want to talk about the ending? Yeah, sure. The Um, ending that, that just gut punches us more than the rest of the movie had already done.
1: Yes. At least
0: in my opinion.
1: Yes, we... Uh, I just touched
0: my boobs, but...
1: Oh, my God. Um, yeah, so, it, it again, it didn't gut-punch me as much, only because, again, I was expecting Arnick to die, and well, so...
0: I would say gut-punch because...
1: It kind of pulls the rug out from under me, thinking like, oh, the mom died. Uh, oh, the Spoiler. Mom <gasps> uh, the mom dies. Uh, she, you know... She's a whale, and her heart gave out. Um. I. Oh, God. She probably overexerted herself going up the stairs. Um, but, hey, she got up those stairs. She got up those stairs, man. Movie you, magic. You. She didn't really go up those she stairs. She really didn't get up the stairs. Uh, <laughs> they but just used the same shot over and over
0: again. When Alex told us that, I was like, there's no way. Did and you then I up? read it, and I was like, oh, my God, Oh, it's my true. God. Yeah.
1: Um.
0: So anyway, they filmed her just going up, what, two stairs? Two, like, I think it said, like, two, three stairs, and then they just re-looped the footage. Uh, Well, good on them for editing. For 93, that's good editing. They really make it look like she made it all the way to the top. Absolutely, I completely agree. Um, But, of course, again, we're not making fun of anyone with, you know, weight issues. Jeremy might be, but I'm going to go ahead and say, no, I'm not. Okay. Especially considering that actress was really that large, and she had become a recluse, so... Um, and she just actually died very recently. Oh, did she? Like 2014.
1: That's interesting. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. And she's from Texas, too.
1: No way!
0: Yeah. Uh, further evidence, maybe this movie shouldn't have been in Texas.
1: That's where we're from. <gasps> Fun!
0: But, um... Okay, so... So the ending.
1: They... Okay. I do really like that they were so worried about... that was my stomach I'm so sorry if the the (laughs) The mic mic picked up my stomach I'm hungry sorry Um, I'm like that they they were worried about how the town would ridicule the mother even after death if they decided to get her out of the house bury her in a cemetery things like that
0: Mm, because because when they I guess after uh, grieving for 30 minutes they called a doctor right That should have been their first call, but I guess they wanted to make sure that she really was dead. I don't Mm -hmm. know. You know, the sheriff gets that call, like, oh, we're going to have to call the National Guard to get her out. And the sheriff's like, sorry, Gilbert. Uh, Which is kind of shitty that he didn't have that already turned down, but whatever. Whatever. But yeah, so they would have to use, as Gilbert puts, cranes to get her out because... And
1: most likely that is true.
0: So Yeah, because she is so large and... On the second floor. On the second floor, yeah. It, it would just have been easier to carve out a section of the window. And get her and out and of them. Get her with, out.
1: With a crank, right, exactly.
0: And... So they decided to torch the place. Yeah, Gilbert has this... idea. I'm surprised his sisters went along with it.
1: Honestly, I think, you know, there were such bad memories in that house... It
0: was, it was just time. Easier
1: to start over than to try to continue living in this house where both of their parents have died, right? Mm. And, you know, again, all he can think about is the hard times and everything like that. So it's easier to start fresh.
0: Well, and, and that's what I meant by gut punch. Not necessarily for the audience. I, I agree with you. Rug being pulled out in front of us, but gut punch for the characters. Oh, yes, of course. Because, you know, they have just had so much adversity uh, and you know and the person that finds her is Arnie and that scene just kills you because it's sad yeah because he thinks she's playing and then and you know and, and, Ar- and you know it's alluded that Arnie understands the concept of death it just takes him longer to process mm-hmm. like a normal person does right and you see that process you see that he's like she's not moving she's not responding and it just it, it kills you. Yeah. So, my question is kind of off, off from that. But my question is, why would they move all the furniture out if they were just going to torch the place? Because they couldn't really sell it, you know. I mean, just in case they
1: needed it. I mean, it's like, you know, I was hoping that they got their clothes out also. That's you know? true. So, it's, you know, stuff that they needed, I guess. Because uh, they can always put it on the back of the truck or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, stuff that they needed, stuff that they wanted to keep, and then the rest can go.
0: Yeah, and so... And so what I was talking about earlier, everyone, this movie does a really good job of foreshadowing this ending. You know, of a fire, of mainly just fire. You know, like Gilbert's really good with matches. Um, He sings Arnie a song. uh, Match in the gas tank. Boom, boom. Yeah. Mary Steenburgen almost burning down her house. Um... They just do a lot of foreshadowing that this family is gonna need a uh, cleansing by fire. Yeah, and it's I really want to know how they did that as far as production wise because if you notice that fire gets so big it's burning the tree that's next to it. Yeah, and I want to know like how they were able to well, put it out in time. It's
1: kind of it might you know might have been an accident. There's a there's a scene that we never talked about in. I want to say The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly,
0: uh-huh.
1: where uh, they they set off an explosive, and a rock comes this close to Clint Eastwood's head, and it was a real rock, and it could have killed them. Oh, God. So, um, so it could have been an accident, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, maybe we mentioned it on the... I don't think we did. I
0: don't uh, think we did. I don't remember. I, I think I would have reacted that way.
1: Yeah. Um, and so and you'll see it and if you rewatch it you'll see the rock almost set his head and it's just like ah! and it was going fast <laughs> and so it would have killed them no I mean no question so it might have just been an accident of oh we got the fire too big oh it's burning the tree I guess that tree's gone yeah, ah! yeah exactly
0: call uh, do something call the police um, <laughs> the police are on their way <laughs> yeah and then we get this you know as you kind of put it you know, this downer of an ending. To me it is. A year later, and now we know this because... He's about to turn 19. He's about to turn 19. Um, Amy now manages a bakery in Des Moines. Ellen is excited about switching schools. So I'm assuming it's a, that's meaning that Ellen is now living with Amy. Mm-hmm. And Gilbert and Arnie are going to go live with Becky and Grandma and and I do like the uh, the idea of a book end
1: ending like that with the uh, the campers the campers yeah uh, I like that I, I like the the idea of um, here's the same situation but things are different because of things that have happened throughout the duration of the film right, right. it's you know it's sort of like Gone Girl where it's the same shot but different connotations with these uh, mm-hmm. images right and so I, I like I like bookend endings like that.
0: Yeah. And, you know, and it does give us more of a kind of a high, a high note, I guess, for Arnie and, and Gilbert. Yeah, I mean,
1: you know, the only reason why I think it's a downer ending is just because he's still having to spend all of his time taking care of Arnie. Mm-hmm. For now, especially with zero help, right, uh, from his family. That's true. Because, again, maybe Becky and the grandmother will assist or whatever.
0: Well, and I think... See, now that that we're really talking about it, and I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, I think Becky would be good for Arnie. You know, because she's helping Gilbert think about himself, Mm. but not in a selfish way. Just think about yourself. But, you know, as we see from when arnie runs away and he runs to becky becky gets him over his fear of water she is sweet with him and he
1: right and I he mean, appreciates she, that
0: she's good with him right yeah. um even though Janae- uh, julia lewis is not good oh my god it's her face oh jesus christ um
1: yeah i okay i agree i agree with that you know, again, I just like I just feel bad for him. <laughs> it's just um, he can never I don't think escape responsibility, right? Right. He did get to stop juggling a lot of what he was juggling in the beginning of the film, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but he still has the I think the biggest item, which is on it.
0: That's true, but again, like I said, I, you know, and it's just fun to think about that. I agree. That maybe it's because now they're with someone that he he's going to get help now. Yeah, I agree. That Gilbert's going to get help, and he can finally live. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and apparently, Becky, in a year of waiting, uh, didn't hook up with anyone else because she's just the, that excited to see that long-haired Johnny Depp. You know, that's right. <laughs> long-haired, ginger-haired Johnny Depp.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is after Jump Street. I mean, my man's mm-hmm. looking good still. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, you could argue he still looks good. I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah, Johnny Depp, man. He's, the, he's a hard Um So, uh, some fun... This is just one little fun film fact for you. Uh-huh. Sorry, that was your dog. Um, Sorry, everyone, if you heard that. Uh, the book has a uh, question mark. The movie does not. Do you want to know why?
0: So, like, in the book it says the end question no, mark? No, no, no. It, what's Eating Gilbert Grape?
1: The, uh, oh. the title. Because it's a question, right? Oh, right? Right, 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 right. Uh, the so movie, what? Um, it is bad luck to have a question mark. Uh, really? And yes, that is correct. Uh, and so, traditionally, you don't put a question mark. Hmm. Some people do. Some people don't. But you, uh, well, traditionally, you, look, you don't.
0: And if you look at those movies that do have them... Are their ratings bad? No, but... Like Tyler Perry's Why Did I Get Married? But it is an interesting thing
1: to think about. You know, it's just tradition. It's, you know, uh, it's superstition. Um,
0: Hmm. One of those things, so yeah. Uh, Another little fun fact for everyone. We were kind of talking about it. Apparently, because, you know, Johnny and Leo have such great chemistry together in this film. Even though, character-wise, their characters are two different... Uh, intelligence levels but they still have great chemistry a lot of great scenes together so it was just kind of funny to read that apparently Johnny Depp was getting really annoyed with Leo on set because I I think Johnny's at least four or five years older than Leo and I was reading one where Johnny was giving an, or more, a more recent interview I went like not 2020 recent like probably 2016 recent saying how <laughs> How Leo would come up to him and be like, talking about video games, and Johnny's like, I don't care. Or like, no, Leo, I'm not going to give you drag of my cigarette when your mom's about to come pick you up. No. And then Johnny, but what I think is so great is that in now and looking back, Johnny's like, I shouldn't have gotten annoyed.
1: Well, and I think he might, you know, Leo, as sophisticated as an actor he was back then, you know, so early on, he might have been doing it on purpose. Do uh, just fuck with him? Well, to keep, the, um, to keep the chemistry the way it needs to be on okay. screen, right? Um, to where if Depp is genuinely annoyed with him...
0: It'll show through. It'll play better, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that'd be... Yeah. That's going to be my theory. I mean, I would agree to that, you know, unlike... And the only reason why I know this is because I just recently watched this uh, watched this on Netflix, but like, you know, an Elf... Apparently, Will Ferrell was intentionally annoying James Conn, but I think it wasn't for that. I think it was because he was just annoying James Con. Just wanted to annoy James Con. Uh, <laughs> Sonny Corleone,
1: man's a legend, you <laughs> know. So it's, yeah, you know, I I get the uh, the the urge. The urge
0: to <laughs> what? What would what would happen if I annoyed Sonny Corleone? Oh, Jesus, uh, it's like Will hadn't even seen The Godfather. Yeah, um, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, knowing I mean knowing what we know now of the actor that Leo has become since this movie, I would agree with that theory as well that he was doing it, not intentionally but purposefully so Johnny could maintain right. that for the scene. Right. Or who knows? Maybe he just really was just annoying. Maybe he saw Johnny as like an older brother, like hey, you yo bro
1: yeah god knows man I have no idea give me hit that cigarette I'd like to think that it was on purpose but who knows
0: but of course you know and I, I really and I really searched I really wanted to see what Johnny felt about Leo now like winning an Oscar and all these amazing performances that Leo has done um but I couldn't find anything Aww. that or I wasn't looking hard enough you probably
1: weren't looking hard I enough. probably
0: wasn't looking hard enough because I I lose track of things sometimes Hey Rain. Hey Jeremy.
1: You wanna wrap up, rap up, rap up?
0: I'm ready to wrap up, rap up, rap, rap, You're ready to wrap up. So, um in our discussion has have, have we have I kind of changed your mind a little bit about the I movie? I can see
1: so one of the things that I found most shocking at first after watching the movie is Roger Ebert gave this a four out of four. Really? Yeah. And I was like, I didn't think this movie was considered to be that good.
0: So, well, it has, I think it's like a 93 like, certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. I, you know, and I didn't know that. I just
1: assumed, I was like, oh, I thought this movie was like, not that good. So, <laughs> I, and so I I can see now why, because it allows for this sort of discussion, it, uh, you know, this sort of analysis of, you know, caregiving and being selfish versus being selfless, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like that. And I, I can see why. He may have gave it four out of four stars. I don't know if I necessarily would have, but I I can see why others would. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, yeah. so so the first time I ever saw this movie, like I mentioned last week, it made me cry um, because I I didn't really know what I was in for, and the relationship between Gilbert and Arnie is it's truly heartstring pulling, you know this time around i didn't cry i was still just like man i forgot how intense this is because it does get intense especially with you know we kind of glossed over it but the scene where he hits arnie mm. it's it's very visceral and it, and you you're like oh, gilbert yeah he, he's you know like you're not anyway um but i mean uh, it's one of these movies that kind of stuck with me it stuck out like i, I remembered almost everything about the movie when I was watching I was like oh yeah that's that part that's this part a few things I forgot like I forgot that John C. Riley was even in it um you know I forgot forgot completely about Juliette Lewis's character's name at all oh. <laughs> you know I'm gonna feel real bad if she like w- watches or listens to oh, this oh you think she does hey Juliette Lewis <laughs> thanks for listening she emails us there's and, no way uh, I guess we'll find out on Tuesday or Wednesday. I guess we'll find out. <gasps> but uh but I mean all in all, it's I think it's a great movie. It's it's really I think it's a really nice movie, kinda of touching on our last week's thing with family. You know, it's a nice movie about family yeah. and I guess what you would really do for family and how much I guess burden sometimes your family puts on you. Especially if you're Johnny Depp in nineteen ninety three.
1: I um I do want to end by saying Juliet Lewis, I really liked you in Natural Born Killers. So if you uh <sighs> you would say that. So if you did uh listen to this, uh, I apologize for Rain uh and well, his very I'm insensitive s- insensitive behavior. Um and uh, I-, I also really liked you in From Dust Till Dawn. So um, well, look, I forgot she's in because you see w- mostly natural more killers so well, um, I don't
0: apologize for, what was it
1: like working, working with Woody Harrelson um, I don't
0: apologize for Oliver Stone that's butchering a Quentin Tarantino script that's my question so
1: um,
0: anyway all right. so Jeremy yes
1: sir what are we talking about next week very exciting stuff man so you already know what because I brought yes. it yes um, uh, not our first Alejandro González Señorito Señorito uh, film um, yes. our first one of course was Birdman uh, this one is one of his first films um, at least one of his first commercially successful or whatever films mm-hmm. um, maybe critically successful uh, it stars uh, Gael Garcia Bernal uh, who some of you might know if From, you guys are cinephiles uh, uh,
0: uh, he was in Coco okay
1: yeah, that is absolutely <laughs> correct I was going to say Itu Mama Tambien or Babel or oh, Boats in the Jungle Um, He's amazing. He's, of course, not the main character in the film. There are many characters in this film. So
0: this is kind of like... This is like Babel. This This is Babel before Babel? Yes,
1: and it's 21 grams before 21 grams. Um, This is interconnecting stories uh, in Mexico City. Um, Beautifully done. It is called Amores Perros. uh, Roughly translated to Love's a Bitch. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It is... Uh, all these stories about how love has really just ruined their lives, okay. and um, it is a downer. So, uh, Amores Perros uh, next week. Very exciting stuff. Yeah, and it is is in Spanish. So. Okay,
0: oh, man, that's fine. We talked about a movie that was in Korean, so it's all. Oh, good. that's right. Yeah,
1: yeah, I remember we and, did
0: that. Yeah, we've and done
1: one in German. We've we've done one in Russian. So yeah, we we're experts at this point. <laughs> Swedish. Yes. Yes. That's correct. Yeah. Look at that. Sounds from uh, the second floor.
0: Yeah, So uh, we hope everyone enjoyed uh, what's eating Gilbert Grape. Uh, so I guess season five is going to be the season of downers.
1: Yeah. I'm at least my picks are.
0: I mean, I have a few that aren't, but the rest of mine are. So. Um, well, good thing we're going to end it on a. I already have an idea of how we're going to end. Okay. It. But uh, but again, we hope everyone enjoyed what's eating Gilbert Grape. We will see you next week for uh, Amores Perros. I'm going to let him say that next week because <laughs> I'm too worried I'll butcher it. Um, we hope you enjoyed. Please, again, absolutely leave us comments if you agreed or disagreed with how we feel about agreed. caretakers. Uh, on the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, on the YouTube video itself. And we will see everyone next week.